Hey church, a couple weeks ago, I called up my friend B. Chris Simpson and I asked him if he would come and share a word of hope with the Highland Church this morning. He agreed to do that. B. Chris is a minister at the Holmes Road Church in town. And B. Chris and I, for a little over a year, maybe two years, have taught together inside Shelby County Corrections in the prison system with the Hope Works ministry each week. We teach alongside each other. And I'll tell you, I've been humbled and amazed by the way he draws those guys and me deeper and faith in Jesus Christ. You're gonna be blessed by his message today. Here's B. Chris Simpson. They say it's the key to life. Money, power, respect is what you need in life. Money, power, respect. It'll keep you eating right. Money, power, respect. Help you sleep at night. You'll see the light because it's the key to life. Money, power, and respect. But what they did not tell you is that these things are hopeless horses and we need a greater source, him. I've been privileged to uh, work with the Hope Works organization here in Memphis during a, a number of different roles. And one of the roles that I have had throughout the years is teaching in the prison or teaching those who are fresh out of prison here um, in uh, Shelby County at the SCDC. As a matter of fact, I've been uh, super privilege to serve alongside Eric Gentry while we taught these classes together. Uh, we just go into the prison and teach Bible classes. As it turns out, one class that I taught was on a Wednesday every week for about 13 weeks. And of course, I had to stop teaching the ladies Bible class. You know, we have a senior ladies Bible class that meets at Holmes Road um, on Wednesday mornings at 10 o'clock. And you know, senior ladies, I mean, they have all day to sit around studying the Bible. They ask questions like, hey, um, in my study yesterday morning on the book of Habakkuk, I noticed that he was very bold before the Lord. Okay, uh, so I was teaching this class and uh, one of the senior ladies that came to me and said, hey, I heard you prefer to go and teach a bunch of uh, prisoners to us. And I said, no, 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 I, I, I love you more than anybody. It's just that they are a more uh, easier uh, audience, you know. When teaching the prison, I got to know these guys and I can feel when we interact, when they tell me their stories, when we connect, that they have believed in these false promises. For them, it seems that it's been the false promise of money, power and respect, a false promise that tells them, you know, if you have money, you'll never have need. If you have power, you'll never feel small. 
if you have respect, then you'll never be taken advantage of. And so then it's this false promise that says if ever trouble comes your way, if you have these things, you'll always make it. You'll always be okay. These things can deliver you from whatever trial or tribulation that presses in on you. But the truth is, though these things are important and even though these things are needed, they don't have that level of power. So then as I teach them, I can see them pulling in closely. I can see it registering with them that their pursuit of these things eventually led them astray. But that's what they say. It's the key to life. Money, power, respect is what you need in life. Money, power, respect. It'll have you eating right. Money, power, respect. It'll help you sleep at night. You'll see the light because it's the key to life. Money, power, and respect. But what they don't tell you is that these things are like hopeless horses and we need a greater source, him. Although in my life I have not um, committed any um, illegal crimes, though I've committed many crimes um, against God, myself, my wife, you know, uh, I've not necessarily committed illegal ones. But even with that being true, when I go into that prison, I still feel right at home. Outside of the fact that they're humans, outside of the fact that we are brothers in humanity, all created in God's image, just as bright and gifted and loved, I identify with them because whereas they have believed these false promises of money, power, and respect, I too have believed false promises. And so when they talk, when they share, when we interact, I feel at home because the plight and the struggle that they have, the same type of trial that they are trying to escape from, I have my own version of those same things. And so I've believed uh, false promises. It's just opposed to my false promises being money, power, and respect. I've chosen other ones like people, like uh, a persona or like pretending. In my life, because I grew up um, with long periods of being both alone and lonely in my life, having some trauma and different issues in my uh, formative years that prevented me from building close relationships on the adult side of my life uh, from 18 on, I always told myself, if I have enough people in my life, if I have the right type of support in my life, no matter what happens, I'll be fine. I can always trust and put everything on the quality of people I have around me. But of course, people can fail me. And so then when that happened, I would go and I uh, would decide, hey, I'm going to instead uh, create a persona, a persona where if I look right, if I act right, if I speak right, if I talk right, if I appear to be together, then people will assume that I am if I wear the right type of clothing, if I work out enough, if I uh, appear a certain way to the world, then that will fool them. And if I fool them, then maybe I too can fool myself. But the persona had a downfall when B. Chris's persona became bigger than B. Chris. Uh, 
And so then I would believe in another false promise, pretending. Well, maybe if I just pretend, if I just dissociate from life, if I just um, uh, take myself out of the equation and distract myself with other things when trial or tribulation or when hardship comes my way, maybe if I pretend that it's not happening, then maybe it isn't. But the real truth is those were all false promises and they did not work. And when I look in my life and I see where I have gone wrong, it's been because of these very same things. It is a shame that they say to us, it's the key to life. Money, power, respect It's what you need in life. Money, power, respect. It'll have you eating right. Money, power, respect. It'll help you sleep at night. You will see the light because it's the key to life. Money, power, and respect. But what they did not tell you is that these things are hopeless horses and we need a source that's greater. Him. You know, a horse is a very powerful animal, a big, strong animal. I grew up in Dallas, Texas, and I went to a rowdy high school and it was a huge School In my school, there were 4,500 students. There were 900 people in my graduating class, and I was an S, just sitting in there all day. Unlucky for the administration, one day, my junior year of high school, during state standardized testing, we lost power in the whole schoolhouse. Every building lost power, and needless to say, we rioted. You need to understand me when I say we acted a fool in the hallways, in the courtyard. We were everywhere. Every teacher who irritated any student even once had it coming. I'm telling you, there were food fights on every single lunch. People were rioting in the hallways. They were rioting in the courtyards. A group of students set the hallway on fire. I'm being serious when I say this. There was this huge paper mache all over the hallways of the G building. A group of students set the thing on fire. It was a disco inferno in the G building. So needless to say, during this rioting, when we turn out and see a man, a police officer, riding up on a horse. Do you, have you seen a horse in real life? I know some of y'all uh, got ranches and stuff and you got friends, they got horses and you do that on your vacation. I don't see horses. Have you ever seen a horse in real life? It's like a big old dog. I'm telling you, when we looked out through the riots over the people and you see this police officer coming through on this horse, you could hear us all say, everybody turn around and run for your life. Horses, strong, powerful animals. Do you know that a horse can run at full speed up to 55 miles per hour? A horse at full speed can keep up in the slow lane on 240. Horses, powerful, powerful animals. In ancient wars, they were a sign of hope because the more horses you had, the more power you had. Even today, the power of an engine is measured in something called horsepower. Ancient wars were won with horses, with men on top of them, swords, spears, and horses. 
it's a man-made type of hope because you can always steer the horse and you can always do on top of the horse the best that you can do as a man. But you see, the false promises that the world gives us, it's much like these horses. Though they're strong, they cannot win a war by themselves. These false promises, though they do offer something, they cannot win a war. They cannot give deliverance all by themselves. These false promises are much like these horses. In 1998, under the bad boy record label, Rappers by the name of The Locks, DMX, and Lil' Kim released a hit single called Money, Power, Respect. Lil' Kim, whenever she starts off the song, she begins by saying these words. I believe in money, power, and respect. First you get the money, then you get the power. And once you get the power, then the people will respect you. And then in comes the course. It's the key to life. Money, power, respect is what you need in life. Money, power, respect. Help you sleep at night. Money, power, respect. Have you eaten right? Money, power, respect. And when I was teaching and interacting with my brothers in the prison system, their stories, their testimonies, I could see that it's their pursuit of things like money, power, and respect and the false promise that those things give which is if you get enough of it, you'll be protected from harm. These things can deliver you. It's those things that got them there. Ultimately, though, I can identify with them because whereas I have believed some false promises that are different, I still have believed false promises. For me, it's been people. If you lean on people, you'll never go wrong. It's been a persona. If you get yourself looking right, then you will be right. Or it's pretending. If I just dissociate from life and pretend that it's not happening, then I'm above it and it's actually not happening. But these promises that the world or that the society teach us, that they give to us, they are false promises. And although they seem strong, they are like horses in war. They can add something, but they can never fully deliver you. This is exactly what the psalmist sang about in Psalm chapter 33, beginning at verse number 17. The Bible says this. No king is saved by the size of his army. No warrior escapes by his great strength. No horse. For a horse is a vain hope in deliverance. Despite all its great strength, it cannot save. But the eyes of the Lord are on those who fear him, on those whose hope is in his unfailing love to deliver them from death and keep them alive in famine. We wait in hope for the Lord. He is our help and our shield in him our hearts rejoice for we trust in his holy name may your unfailing love be with us lord even as we put our hope in you you see there's a difference between man-made hope and god's hope man-made hope is like horses uh, strong, powerful, intimidating, can act in assistance to deliverance, but can never truly deliver all by themselves. These false promises, 
They are much like these hopeless horses. False promises like money. False promises like power. False promises like respect. False promises like people or like a persona or like pretending. These false promises telling us, assuring us that if you have me, then no trouble will befall you that you can be protected from danger or you can be protected from sadness or from depression or injustice or death or famine. But the reality is these false horses, these things that are systematically given to us that we fight so much in our life to obtain, they cannot protect us from danger. They cannot protect us from sadness. They cannot protect us from depression. They will not deliver us alone from injustice. They will not protect us from death or from famine. Money, power, respect, over-reliance on people, the construction of a persona and pretending it cannot deliver us from something like a worldwide pandemic, the coronavirus. We were told it could, but it cannot. And so, ill-informed, we put our hope in these things when really only the love of God can deliver us. Only the love of God can bring us from danger, can deliver us from sadness and depression, can take us out of the ill of injustice, and they can ultimately turn death on its head and give us food and sustenance during time of famine, for it is his love that forgives us when we sin, that chases us when we run, that gets at the back of us when we are in trouble, and that gets in the front of us when we are lost. It is his love that bends the universe, that shapes the cosmos, and that pulls reality toward us, his children, in an effort to bless us even when we do not deserve it. And that type of hope, that type of love is worth sharing, that love that has been made manifest from God in his son, Jesus Christ. It's the type of love and the type of hope that is worth sharing. It's worth spreading to our community. It's worth spreading to our society. It's worth spreading to the world by any means necessary. And we spread it best when we first internalize it within ourselves. And so be hopeful, no matter the circumstance, no matter what's happening in your marriage, with your children, in your home, in your physical body, in the world, be hopeful because God's unfailing love can deliver us from anything, despite the false promises that we were given. It is true that they say to us, it's the key to life, money, power, respect. It's what you need in life, money, power, respect. It'll have you eaten right. Money, power, respect, help you sleep at night. Oh, you'll see the light, because it's the key to life. Money, power, and respect. But what they did not tell us is the fact that these things, they are like hopeless horses. And so ultimately, we need a source of hope that is greater. Him. Him.